Hello, everyone. It's a very special show. I got an awesome author, entrepreneur, and obviously she's a mother. She she authored a, a, bet, a best-selling book. Uh, it's called I Survive, You Can Too, from North Carolina. Hey, Ruth Proctor, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's not every day uh, I interview an author. I, I interviewed a few authors in my past uh, shows, but uh, this um, your background leading up to writing this book, um, where'd you get the title from? I just, I think it was more so like just thinking about all the things I overcame. And once I really like put it together, it was just like, it wasn't even no other title. That's the crazy part. It was just like, you know what? I survived. You can too. And I didn't come up with like a backup or nothing. It was just, it just came to me. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, there's so much um, hope now that people are looking for hope. There's people who are looking for that that uh the extra energy get over the cliff and and, right. and make things happen right. for themselves or whether it's an entrepreneur a single mother um mm -hmm. uh, you're placed in foster care at the age of six yeah. um you you met your parents right yes i was actually with my parents okay and i was taken from my parents at six well oh. from my mom at six did you ever reconnect with them at all or yes i'm actually the caregiver for my mom now uh, my father lives in the same town as me, but we really don't have a relationship. Okay. I, I mean, like coming from someone who has a very close family, I don't think I can go, out, go without my parents. Um, mm -hmm. I, I learned that in, in the last uh, few years. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, when you become a teenager, you become ruthless and obnoxious and, <laughs> and you want to push everybody away and do your own thing. But right. Uh, right. you start to really realize uh, who matters to you. I see my parents a lot more now that I, yeah. I have my own family um, than I, I have ever um, had the, well, wanted to, right? I actually right. want to see them, right? And it's right. a great feeling. Um, yeah. But being put in foster care at the age of six, um, whether whether it's being put in foster care or, or becoming a single mother or being that child whose parents divorced and right. the one parent is really... Uh, grilling the one child right. or grilling you right it really forces you to um to grow up if you're if you're a six year old right I mean oh yeah oh uh, yeah how how was do you remember your first day uh walking into that home and um could you describe that yes um the first day um is really weird because we were moved we were moved around a lot and most foster kids are moved around a lot um I think people think that you know you are you know, you place in this home and that's where you are and you're good, but you really have to find that match and the state has to find that match for you. And the family has to want to, you know, accept you and adopt you if, if you end up staying there. And most people are temporary foster parents. So I was first with a lady um, and her, she had two daughters and we were there for like three weeks, me and my brother, my brother was a newborn baby. And um, we there, was there for three weeks, loving home. Great. Then the next home was the um, home where it had pretty much about 10 kids. It was a big, a big home. I want to say it reminds you of the old plantation homes, the big, you know, two story home. And I remember walking there like all these kids. I mean, it was a lot of kids and I just was like nervous. So I learned quickly, you know, that the farm across the street, I was going to have to be picking, you know, corn and peas and I was going to have to be popping corn and, and I mean, popping peas. And it was just, 
it was a, a, a rude awakening really quick. So I would definitely say, you know, I had to get adjusted to my environment and I always was on guard, you know, as preparing for something to happen because I was never prepared. I always wanted to be prepared, but I couldn't be. So I was always just, you know, ready, watchful. I, I, I've had a few people in um, my, my, my class growing up as a child that were mm-hmm. foster care. And uh, I, I fully don't understand like the, the background of what happened yeah. in their lives, but they just, right. something uh, just doesn't, they're, they're different, right? They're, they're right. really affected uh, yeah. mentally. Um, Emotionally. Yes. Uh, it, it brings a lot of, um, you know, uh, I'm over, I'm, I'm really grateful for my parents being together and, yeah. and doing a good job because there's so, sometimes it, it just happens that, you know, you get separated from your parents, especially right. now where, you know, uh, the, the rules aren't really the rules anymore. You right. can go against right. them. And, uh, right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you, you, you were, there, there were so many devastating events in your life, mm-hmm. um, domestic violence, um, infidelity, uh, that being with a partner, right? Um, You know, you you develop tenacity, perseverance, and uh, obviously you've come far. So uh, being an entrepreneur and a mother, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this uh, from the bottom of my heart, it's, it's, it's really inspiring to see someone uh, be successful and write a book and, 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 venture out and, and grab the world by by the bullhorns and, yeah. and pull it towards them because uh just today you know obviously we we uh between you you know between you and i we we, we had to push off the interview for another 15 minutes so i could make it here and i was uh, i was i was talking with someone before this and i'm taking care of my son is like how they're like how do you do it and it's right. like well i'm not a i'm not a single parent which is great um <laughs> Otherwise, like it could be absolutely a, a massive train wreck, especially yeah. if you're trying to pursue something yes. um, like you, you have, right? Because right. um, you're tired at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Where do you get a chance to write? Where did you start writing this? Like, how'd you find the time first off? Yes, I would definitely say, you know, I had to find my place. And for me, it was more so journaling. I've been journaling for years. You know, I had a girlfriend give me a journal over 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And I began to, you know, formulate the journals into, and that's how I came up with the book. And I, so I pretty much took the journals and put that into the book. And then I just started writing from there. And, you know, over the past two years, I've been able to finally, you know, get it done in December of 2020, but it took a lot of time, energy. You know, I had days where I did not want to write. And for me, I'm writing about something that happened to me. So I had days where I was like, I'm not writing today. You know, I'm not writing today. I'm going to give myself a second. And I had days where I'm typing and I was crying or I was writing and I was crying because I was like, wow, like I really went through this, you know, or I didn't realize how this impacted me. And I'm able to look back at things that I wrote previous, you know, 10 years ago. And I'm like, wow, this is why I act like that. Or this is why I do this. So it really was almost like it was therapy really in itself for me writing it, you know, good and bad. So that's definitely how I started. We, we talk about being a child and, and, and journaling and, and, and writing a diary. Right. Uh, and, and, that, and that's the main reason why people really encourage that. Cause it helps you get right. the emotions out and sometimes helps the parents kind of peek at what you're, you're feeling mm-hmm. right? and, right. uh, and you can adjust. Uh, 
But yeah, like there's so many pent up emotions. Yes. Actually writing yeah. the book yourself and not having somebody write it on Fiverr. Right. Having a ghostwriter. Um, by the way, you got some awesome Woo. pictures on your website and on your book. Um, Thank you. It, you remind me of uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> well, I'll take that. She's yeah. awful. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to figure out who you who you look like in the, yeah. in, the in the promo pictures, but I was like, yeah, I think it's this. But <laughs> we still had like three or four hours to think about it. But, um, she's gorgeous. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, I, I she used to play in a heavy metal band. Eh? Yes, she did. Uh, Wicked yes. Wisdom, and you know, I really wish I had a chance to see them because you know, right. obviously, I wasn't a big fan, but I'm a fan of her. Right, uh, right. You can uh, go over to uh, Ruth's. Um, a, what's your first name? It's A Ruth Proctor. A Ruth Proctor. <laughs> yeah. yes. A Ruth Proctor dot com. Yes. Yes. Check her out. Order this book. It's uh called I Survived and You Can Too. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's a story about uh, perseverance and yes. and and finding yourself and pushing forward. I always say that. You know, I heard Larry King say that if you wake up every day and say it's going to be a good day, right. It's going to be a good day. You're forcing yourself to have a positive day. I, yeah. I learned a few days ago that, well, it just kind of came up again for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard someone say, you know, if, if once something goes negative or somebody's attitude and you're having a good day, um, just walk away. Just turn, yeah. turn your back and walk away. Um, because if you're having a great day, I mean, I was having an amazing day. And once somebody sours it for you, it just, it just ruins everything. Right. Um, Cause it's all about energy. And we've talked about it during the show, the energy feel and, and, and then pushing forward and finding your goals. How do you, how do you visualize? Um, how do you visualize your career going forward after this? Ooh, it's been um, it's definitely been a roller coaster in a positive way. I would definitely say I launched a book in December of 2020. And I mean, it's been just three months, not even three months. Um, the 20th will be three months. And it's been amazing. Interviews, um, you know, public speaking conferences. Of course, COVID makes that very challenging because I'm having to do everything on Zoom or on StreamYard or, you know, on the computer. But um, it's been amazing. The outpour has been amazing. The support has been amazing. So I, I see me doing more public speaking. I have a workbook coming that can help children, adults and teenagers um, that just, you know, works through different survival tips in the book. It's a, um, a survival tips at the end of every chapter based on what I was dealing with. And so those survival tips now will be a part of a workbook that will help people be able to work through different things and different interventions to deal with things that they might have dealt with similar to me or the same as me. And that way they can continue to expound on that. And a journal is coming as well. So those things will help, you know, other people. So if the book, if you don't resonate anything with the book, the workbook will help you as well. So I think that is, you know, the focus and definitely doing some online courses um, for survival as well. I really enjoy how you're you're into to promoting uh, self uh, well being yeah. and uh, pushing forward and, and helping uh, others as well. I know mm-hmm. many teenagers need it. Um, people are just looking for that inspiration right now. And I think you, you've come at the right time because uh, we're ramping up the COVID thing. Yes. Um, not really sure what's going on, but <laughs> I, I think a good read is definitely in store for a lot of people. Thank you. Um, people can find your book at a By the way, yes. it sounds like you're a doctor. Are you a doctor? 
Almost. I, I got my masters. That's the next thing. <laughs> That's the next thing. That's where you see you, you visualize yourself. I was yeah. going to ask that to you before. Is like, do you visualize yourself being a doctor? Because, yeah. um, but yeah, it, it's it's such a cool topic to you know tell people from your own personal experience. Yeah. Like you're not walking into a class to talk to anyone uh, on stuff that you just learned like two weeks ago. You're you're exactly. talking from the heart, and yeah, uh, yeah you you've cried over this. Uh, you, you've crammed your time, you yeah. prioritize other things um, because you obviously care about your family and, yeah. and, and it's very hard to, uh, you know, be a single mother or, yeah. or oh, yeah. be that entrepreneur right now um, who's starting out. And uh, this is totally inspiring. It made my day, honestly, um, despite how, how freaking tired I am. And <laughs> this is the best thing for me because and I think it is for a lot of people because people like i said are looking for that pick me up they're looking yeah. for that hopeful uh way to survive uh, yeah. there are people out there who've gone through the domestic violence um a lot of you know um, sexual violence as yeah. well fidelity um yeah. who, who are looking they're in the bottom of the pit and they're looking up right uh, and they've got to learn how to develop you know the tenacity like you and right. Perseverance and and um, you know the good heart and uh, that's what where it all starts. Yeah. I feel like I'm a doctor, but I'm really not. Um, <laughs> you are like you're, you're a doctor of meet me on meet me for coffee podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how, how do you take your coffee? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's definitely been like 15 years of you know being an entrepreneur. 16 years of being an entrepreneur. I I had businesses that failed. I had businesses that were successful and I just continued to expound on that. And I, no matter how many doors were shut in my face, I was like, it's okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go behind back. We're going to go, we're going to go ask somebody else. And I just never let nobody stop me. No matter, you know, what support I did not have because I pretty much didn't have a lot of support growing up. I had to just pretty much just continue to put one foot in front of the other. And eventually that becomes easy. Eventually, you know, from walking, you begin to run and, you know, you learn, you know, over time, but I have my, you know, my moments and, you know, I cope as much as possible, but I remember that I have two little girls that are dependent on me every day and I have to continue to push forward. And that's like what my motivation is every day. Well, there she is. <laughs> a You can head on over there. It's not the Canadian a as in E H it's a as in the letter a uh, Ruth Proctor. Dot com. You can pick up a book. I survived. You can too. It's, it's available on Amazon as well, right? Yes. Yes. And you just click on books and then type in Avery Proctor and it'll pop right up. Thank you so much for uh, being on Meet Me for Coffee. It's been an awesome episode and I hope that people find some inspiration and head on over to your page uh, to pick up the book because I think I will too. Thank you so much, George. I appreciate you. And I think your platform is awesome. You're doing amazing things. So keep, keep doing, your, doing your thing and the support of your family. Thank you.